0: In this episode, we talk about the WWE merger and the exact details of what this merger means for the fans. We also discuss AEW, two-sided attack on AEW today, people. Jade Cargill, can they afford to lose Jade Cargill as well as do they need more star power? Should they sign the rated R superstar, Edge? Let's jump into it. You're listening to the WrestleManiac UK Show. what's up people hope everyone is well everyone tuned in love for tuning in yeah man hope you guys are well man it has been a jam-packed week full of wrestling news good wrestling it's just been one of those weeks for fans that you know every day it's almost like every day you go to sleep you wake up something else has happened like it's honestly been so so mad this just covers like half of what happened this week um we're talking about the merger. We're talking about the surprise news of Jade Cargill looking to move on. Looks like her time with AEW is done. Looks like, you know, the the conversations with WWE have at least started happening at some type of informal level because it looks like she's set on going over there. So it's been, um, it's a lot, you know, I guess in one aspect, AEW have seen their rivals in WWE. I guess in one aspect, AEW have seen their rivals in WWE become stronger with the merger. I'm sure that makes them stronger. And AEW themselves, they've become weaker. Obviously, a week, two weeks ago now, they've lost CM Punk. They've now lost arguably one of their biggest stars of the women's division, Jade Cargill. She is for sure one of the biggest stars, especially when it comes to a mainstream level. So... This is crazy. It's um, it's a it's a win for WWE in terms of the week. If we have to look at it like that, it is a win. And obviously, you know, we're not talking about it in this particular episode. I done a um reaction to it on my channel, so you can check that out. Um, and in fact, I talked about it last week on the podcast in regards to AEW and the um, let's call it them pooing the bed on the whole attendance figures on All In um we obviously know what happened there they they reported the paid attendance which was absolutely fine i guess um but they the paid attendance wasn't basically the actual attendance so it looks a bit embarrassing and it's actually not the highest attended wrestling event in the world um so yeah they they can't use that moniker anymore um but yeah that's in last week's podcast so um if you want that just check back in your podcast feeds and you hear that um so yeah, it's been a bit of a, a funny week for AEW, um, WWE clearly takes this week with some of the good positive news and potential stuff that can fall into their lap, but yeah, it's um, you know, we get into the conversations in, in this particular podcast and I'm joined by one of my favourites man, i got knowledge on the show again, you know, anytime I'm talking high level business about the about the industry, about pro wrestling gotta bring through knowledge because that guy is straight facts and figures no agendas no biases no nothing so um you get the the raw uncut facts right here Wrestlemania UK show so yeah I hope you guys um enjoy this enjoy this conversation with knowledge man like I said he's he's one of the dope guys I've met in this community since I've been doing this man absolutely great guy so yeah guys just before you you know get into the podcast if you're able to hit the review button i'd appreciate that drop a review um and yeah you can share this podcast because it's a pretty informative one as well like i say we're talking about you know what it means for us fans i know the merger is all business stuff but what does it mean for the fans we're going to get into it in just a second this is my conversation with the one the only knowledge Cool. So you guys know once it's time to talk the business side of this of this thing that we love, professional wrestling. This is my go to guy, knowledge, because it's you know the agendas are put to a side and we're talking facts only. So you know he's here again. Yeah, knowledge, how we doing, bro?
1: Yeah, I'm good, Max. Thanks for having me on your show. Always a pleasure to have to, to speak to you about anything really. So yeah. You know, I love talking about wrestling.
0: <laughs> yeah, we, yeah we, we we speak a lot about wrestling, to, to be fair. But when it comes to the business, like I said, and particularly when it comes to Vince McMahon, we always meet in this formal way. We because, seem to, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because <laughs> I, 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 yeah, it, like, but it's it's good because I feel like, you know, you you are a trusted voice in this community we've kind of build, built up. Um, you know, everyone will have their agendas. Everyone will have their, their rumours but it's like when knowledge speaks, everyone listens because it is usually 99%, um, you know, obviously you give your opinion that being the 1%, but then you're talking from a place of learned information. So, today... Um, it's hard to man, but yeah. <laughs> it <laughs> yeah, is. It is With the WWE, it's always hard to, to know whether, you know, what they're putting out there is fact. But I guess what we do know is factual um, the merger is complete. Um, WWE, UFC, they're under this one umbrella right now. Um, it's happened quite quickly, would you say? Um, so when was it announced? I should have really remembered this. It was April, the day after WrestleMania. Yes, night, okay, or, thank yeah. you.
1: Yeah, that's right. Because over that whole weekend there was rumors about that happening, or maybe it was announced, I don't remember. But yeah, it was the roar after WrestleMania where they announced it. And um uh, I'd say it's pretty I, I was told that it was gonna be finished by the end of the year, probably a bit sooner than I expected, but that just means that there wasn't any issues really, and everything was um was above board, and there was no issues with Endeavor having to pause on anything, so um. Yeah, it's gone. The deal has gone through and the last pay-per-view that the WWE promoted, which was um, the one that people didn't seem to enjoy that much. though It was uh, hey, Seth and Neck yeah, in the main event. That was the last main event that they ever promoted as a WWE. Um, WWE. And um, yeah, it's, it's a whole new direction. You got a whole new i say it's a whole new direction. I don't think it's going to be that different on television, but as far as the business, um, the way they do their business going forward, even what I've been reading over the last couple of days, it'll be, a lot of it's going to be different. There's going to be people leaving the company. Mm. Um, Obviously, I don't think from the wrestling side of it, but it's more so from the office. Um, I I paid attention to the Endeavor takeover at UFC, so um, I'm pretty familiar with how they do things over there and also what I expect to happen over here. But yeah, it's, it's gone through and it was history. The man's no longer owned the biggest promotion in, in wrestling. I mean, Vince is still the most powerful guy in because he's the most powerful guy in this group, but yeah, he doesn't own it anymore, which is um, something I'd never thought that I'd say
0: ever. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, like I said, we, we, we came together um, then the night that Vince McMahon re- retired um that, that's oh, yeah. when we, we we spoke and um you know obviously it's been a whirlwind since then he's left he, he came back and whatever the case is and now he he no longer owns the company like you said um listen the information's out there so people can read about the merger and all of that kind of stuff i guess what a lot of people want to know um and what we were just alluding to earlier is what does this merger mean for fans maybe in terms of product that they're going to get. I think we saw something t- today about um, a change of belts and things of that nature. Um, and I remember in, in our Discord, you basically poo-pooed it, saying <laughs> you don't think that's going to happen. Um, what, what what do you think this means for fans in terms of, are we getting anything in terms of a different product or presentation?
1: You know, I'm saying all this now because they haven't even promoted a show. <laughs> Their yeah. first show that they're going to be doing is... um. Was it Tuesday, actually? What day was the merger?
0: Was it Tuesday? Tuesday, officially. So I guess Smackdown Friday night. um, Obviously, as we're recording, it's the 14th of um, September. So 15th will officially be the first show um, under this this umbrella.
1: Yeah, I I mean, Max, when I get sent a lot of tweets and I get sent all sorts of stuff throughout the day, tell me something. Hmm. What is BWE? I've seen so many tweets today. I've saw that so and much today, and I don't know who that is. I'm like, what on earth is this? And what kind of news are they reporting? Because I've seen them and people are saying, Is this true? And I just like, I'm looking at this and I was like, I was like, No, this isn't true. So this is do-? or even I've seen stuff today where they're reporting stuff, and like, oh, WWE interested in Ricky Stocks. I'm like, oh, fuck <laughs> isn't that common knowledge? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, fuck, you know, collision, um Oh, I've got some news. Collision's going to have wrestling matches and in ring segments, and it's going to lead to Grand Slam. Exclusive information from knowledge there. But as I mean, as
0: per knowledge. <laughs> you
1: know, <laughs> but yeah, I, I seriously, I had to ask. I wasn't sure what that was, but Leave do I think that it's going to be any different? Um, yeah. No, I don't think it's going to be different at all as far as what you see on television. I think if you didn't pay attention to the news and you were just a happy WWE member of the WWE universe, I think if you watch Monday's show and then you watch Friday and you continued watching, I don't think you'd see any difference in anything uh, because the same people are running the show. Um, You know, Vince McMahon... So this group, the TKO group, is going to be headed by Ari Emanuel. Um, who is the guy Endeavor, and he's going to be head of this group now. Ari does not get involved in UFC business, and he he's he's openly said he's not going to get involved in the WWE business because he doesn't know pro wrestling. Do you know who does know pro wrestling? Do you know who has marketed themselves as being the person in pro wrestling? As in Vincent, you know what? Vincent Man is the guy. Now Vincent Man to me hasn't touch gold in a long long time before the actually before the bloodline i don't Mm. think they touch gold in a long time but he's still got this reputation even in some circles being the person that created wrestling right Right. so that is the guy that he trusts to run the company so vincent man you know early last year was branded a sex pest and the sexual you know he's settled out a court on sexual assault and all sorts of stuff in the last year and now you ask me on this platform a year ago, do I think Vince McMahon will come back? And I said, no, mm. I should have known better. Cause it's Vince McMahon we're talking about, <laughs> you know, this isn't somebody, this is Vince McMahon. He's always going to come back and um, he's come back and look at him now. Look yeah. at him now. He came oh. back. Yeah. He bullied himself back onto the board and he's bullied himself back into, he bullied himself back into creative. And now he has a top spot uh, after Ari, who not going to get involved, so he's now running the company. So whatever you've seen in the last few weeks, you're not, it's nothing's going to change. He's back to work as well. Um, if you look at the board of directors, the only names that people, wrestling fans will recognise are Vince McMahon and Nick Khan, yeah. and Triple H is going to be head of creative, and Vince, can, Vince is going to oversee him in any changes that uh, he sees
0: as being... The important he will make which just, has always been the case Just on that quickly, um, I, I think I did see something that specifically said that yes, Triple H is going to remain head of creative because during this period when he's been in charge, they can see things are up he's he's done yeah. a good job um, Obviously, like you said, Vince is going to be overseeing that, so in terms of a title as head of creative, how much of that do you like? really believe?
1: I mean, he's the head of creative so I mean, what Ultimately, the head of creative is just a man. The reason why is because he can say yes and no to anything. That's always been the case. Stephanie was the head of creative and her dad would shut her down in meetings routinely. You know, and Triple H has been in charge of creative over the last year. And, you know, they've had tremendous business since Mm. last summer. Like they have been, their TV ratings are through the roof. Their live attendance is fantastic. They are hot. But that started under Vince.
0: Yeah, that's true.
1: It started under Vince. Triple H got a product that was hot. And don't get me wrong, he made it hotter. But I don't think... I think if Vince was still there, it would have been in the same position. Just the momentum that they had after WrestleMania when Cody showed up. Yeah. That was the catalyst. Mm-hmm. Cody come in for whatever reason was the catalyst. And then you got the bloodline thing with Sami Zayn, which started under Vince McMahon. Whether or not it would have gone in that direction is a different story, but it all started under him. But as far as Triple H... He's going to be—he's you know, working with those writers, those twenty to thirty writers that they've got <laughs> working for them, and he's going to be putting the shows together, and then they present it to Vince, and then Vince is going to go yes or no. There was a lot of changes on Monday, apparently. Um, Vince yeah, was I read. yeah, Vince was a lot of the stuff that they promoted and they did. It wasn't advertised because he was saying yeah, no, and he changed a lot of stuff, and that's what it's going to be like going forward. He's he had surgery on his neck i saw him at um i saw him at the new york stock exchange exchange the other day and he i don't want to say he looked good because he didn't but he didn't i mean he was standing there moving his arms around and stuff showing no no sign of whatever and i mean fuck he was raided by the feds in july (laughs) and no one knows what that was about like no one has any information about that all we know is that the federal agents raided the WW offices for, for his stuff. So I don't even know what's going on there, but um, yeah, that's where we're at. So Triple H is going to be booking the shows and Vince is going to be the person overseeing. It. And if he wants to change anything, he will. Now, Vince was on CNBC, uh, CNBC a while ago. When in April, when this deal was announced and he said his words, were, I'm not going to get into the weeds of things, but I will pay attention to the bigger picture. So he's not going to be paying attention to, um, I don't know. Oh, it's his program with um, yeah. Ricochet or whatever. Because I, you know, I'm sure Vince McMahon walks down the hallways when he does go to work and he sees Ricochet and he goes, "Hey," and he don't remember his name. So, <laughs> you know, very likely that's not me being a dick. That's just you know he's always had a problem remembering. You know, Vincent people used to <laughs> they'd be fired and then come back to work and these were stars that he you know had in his show and mm. he either called him the wrong name or he'd talk to them and he'd be like yeah you know great and the the part he'd walk away and that person would think he has no idea who i am who i am yeah and that's he's always been like that so you know if it's roman reigns and and um cody and especially brock because brock deals directly with vince like he's going to be doing that but yeah he's not going to be you know worrying about whoever on the bottom of the card you know
0: Well, yeah, he's um, he's back in the building in that respect. Um, and you talked about the good job he was doing um, that was kind of culminated and went on from when WWE had signed Cody and he made his debut at WrestleMania. Um, there's been another name of um, a defector from AEW to WWE which I guess more and more we're going to start getting used to now. Um, you know, Cody was the first big one, the biggest, probably the biggest that will ever happen. Um but the next name hey, and we don't know
1: in five years. We
0: don't, we don't, we really don't know. We don't know. Um and to be honest, Cody was never expected. But no here we here we are. He
1: wasn't he wasn't.
0: Um yeah, here we are now with
1: <laughs> sorry, <laughs> go go for it. Now the, the Cody thing, I just remember when that happened and um because he was working without a contract, and even when he was working out without a contract, I remember the talk at the time, and no one expected him to even go to WWE. That, that was never something that was taken seriously until he left yeah. AEW. And then it was, oh, well, where else is he going to go? That's where he's going.
0: Mm.
1: I mean, I I wouldn't be surprised to see him back in a few years at all. I'd yeah. put money on the fact that he would go back to finish his story and uh, win the world title that his dad never had or whatever the fuck it is. But, you know, his dad always wanted the AEW title. This, so, you know, whatever, but... Yeah, I mean, he could. I expect him to go back. I, you know, it's funny because him and his wife, they seem to be talking a lot. Every time I see his wife, she's always got something to say. And she's always, I always, because they sign these, these uh, NDAs, so they can't talk about it. But it seems to me that they really want, especially after Kenny and the Bucks re signed, I noticed that, that, um, I, I saw a bit of, um, that is when they seem to be wanting to talk the most. And the re- and, and I don't know what the issue was there because I, I assume that, it's not assume uh, Cody, you can cut this out if you want. Cody no. was negotiating with Tony Khan up to he signed with WWE. So even when he announced that he left, he was still talking to Tony. Yeah. The yeah. issue was is that he wanted X amount and Tony said no. There was also a story going around I've heard about a lot, is that they didn't want Brandy anymore. Wow. And that and that was the main issue. All right? that was that's the thing that other people have told me as well. Especially when you see her interviewed and the way she talks about, it, like Tony Khan, so very uh, throwing subliminal shots there. Put it this way, she is the only black wrestling executive that I can think of in the history of this business. All mm. right. she left and she doesn't do anything over at WWE. Like they don't even they haven't offered her a job. What does yeah, that tell you?
0: What does yeah. that tell you? it's true it's it's, right. it's, it's not a, it's not a cool position to be honest yeah. some, something's happened and to be fair when you're saying that um, there was like rumours I remember being like personal reasons that's yeah, what it personal was like, reasons. personal reasons That's the why they left
1: what was the personal reason what well, I don't think you're good at your job and um, you know you you know you got a bit of heat with some of the people backstage whatever and uh, you know maybe we can't use you in management maybe we can use you on TV but not in management anymore and that's an insult I mean to me um. am fucking management, and now you don't want me to be management. That's just stories, you know. It yeah, could, yeah. might not be true, but you know when the Bucks and Kenny re-signed, and I don't know what the money is, but you can imagine what the yeah. pay is, because they didn't even speak to WWE. They're not legally allowed to until next year. So yeah. for them to have signed now, instead of going and saying what they can get from there to go back to Tony, so oh, they're going to offer me this, they would have signed for a lot of money. And the, I think that would have irritated Cody to a point where, all right, you've given them that and you wouldn't give me this. That's why I think, I think yeah. that's probably pissed him. And it pissed me off too. Cause why are you giving these guys, my my guys, what they wanted and you wouldn't give me, you know, what I wanted, which the numbers I hear about Cody Rose and WWE, I don't know if they're true, but Crazy. They really fucking high. He's worth I it though. Imagine. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. He, he's, he's been brilliant. He's, he's worth it. The last couple of months, his booking has been very quiet and not much of anything. But uh, they're clearly Is trying to. Yeah. Is he hurt? Is um, he hurt? he
1: work a lot, does he? On
0: TV, at least, anyway. He, he was. There's a thing up till last couple of months. He he was, but I guess in the last month or two, not much of anything. Um, so. Yeah. We've seen him involved in a couple of fisticuffs and stuff like that. Oh, okay, so he is, rules. he is He is Yeah, they just no booking. I think they're just trying to find a way to get him over to SmackDown where Roman is. Um, oh, they're gonna put him on the Friday show, yeah. Okay. He True. he he basically brokered a deal to get Jay Uso moved back to WWE and moved over to Raw. So he's not so... going to WWE. <laughs> <laughs> not right. Not right now. I, was I think he's to the, see him in the NWA or whatever you know. About, yeah. <laughs> I think he's got to finish his story here first okay. he his story over there. Okay, lots of stories need to
1: be finished in wrestling these days. Sorry, yes. you you also, sorry, I totally tailored off and started talking about something it's, else. It's, it's got, fine. We
0: yeah, we so we're talking about finishing stories. Another story's not gonna finish. Jade Cargill, um her AEW, the, the the love story, the love story that she professed, I would say, last week, just about last two weeks ago, on no. um one, Last week, Thursday, bro. (laughs) Was it last week? See, so yeah. Women's Talk Wrestling. Jade Cargill was um, being interviewed. Big Up Women's Talk Wrestling. And um, she basically talked about her love for Tony Khan. Um, And, you know, she can call Tony at any time. Tony's brilliant. Um, And there's no other place in the world she'd rather be than AEW. I'm paraphrasing, but she basically said that. Um,
1: That's what she said, that last part. Oh, is that what she
0: said? Okay. (laughs) I
1: don't want to be, there isn't a place in the world. That's what she said.
0: Yeah. Um, And by all accounts, following Dynamite um, on the 13th of September, it seems like Sean Ross sat from Fightful was doing a bit poking around as he does. And um, he reported that Jade Cargill has basically finished up with AEW. Um, She is the likely place that she's moving to is WWE. um, Mm -hmm. And that's been heard from the insiders in WWE and insiders in AEW. Mm -hmm. She had a match with Chris Statlander. Um, to kind of blow off their feud. Um, Chris Statlander got the got the win. Apparently, there was like, some type of sh- sign of respect at the end of their match on Rampage. And um, we've only just seen her return to TV, Collision. Um, now, firstly, I'll get your initial reaction knowledge. What was your thoughts when you must have seen this on the timeline or wherever you must have seen it from everybody else? Like, what was your thoughts of J. Cargo leaving?
1: I was surprised... I was surprised because when she was away, I did hear from a few people that there's a chance that she isn't coming back. And when I heard that, I was like, well, that's dumb because you've (laughs) put all this stock into this woman and she's done one fucking job. She, she lost one match. Yeah. And I was like, there's no way they're going to let her do that. No way. So, all right. And then she came back and I was like, okay, they've, they've, they've got her back. They've, good and then I see this this morning and I'm shaking my head and I'm like what is going on here so I'm going through my messages and stuff and I'm seeing this and I'm I'm being told about the reaction what was being said backstage and stuff and you know there are people that legit think that she's not coming back to work that's it she's done I'm hearing you know these reports from Sean Ross Sapp actually um, that her deal expires, and no i I think it was Mike Johnson, but he said her deal expires in a couple of weeks. Dave will have a story tomorrow in The Observer he'll yeah. have a big story of all the information in it because it's important to be the most uh, accurate and not it's always important as a journalist to um not have get the get the most out of the story instead of being mm-hmm. the first to report if that makes sense though you yeah. know i remember hearing that on cnn once and i thought that was really true you should always mm-hmm. have the most information and not just be the first one to be like well guess what you know yeah yeah yeah. Uh, but um I, I it doesn't surprise me because here's the thing i've heard for a long time that there were people in aw that were against that push that she got and the reason that was was because of the fact that she wasn't a wrestling fan coming into this, and when you're not a wrestling fan, what are your aspirations really mm. you know what is your what is your aspirations if you're not a pro wrestling fan and you're going into pro wrestling really what is your aspirations like you don't know who I mean the people that she works with she goes into this company and she sees this guy Kenny Omega walking around and she sees you know the bucks and you know these people, and you know to some to, to people in wrestling, Kenny Omega is like God. <laughs> right? I'm not even exaggerating, bro. Like, uh, yeah, um, I know. <laughs> you know, Kenny Omega, Brian Danielson. These people are like, you yeah. know, Brian Danielson and Kenny Omega, are two of the best pro wrestlers I've ever They're definitely, you know, and but sitting on her sofa at home or whatever, like she doesn't know these people. You know, she's not. She knows WWE. She knows The Rock, uh, you yeah. know, and you know she knows Hulk Hogan, and she may know Stone Cold Steve Austin and people like that. So it's like that is your aspiration, really. Yeah. So when she came in and she was getting this push, people were like, "Why are you put? Why is this woman getting pushed when there's a chance that as soon as a deal comes up, you're going to pull all the stockings worth for her to go elsewhere?" And now, Max, and I, I know I've said this on Rest Things, I might have said it on the WrestleManiac uh, YouTube channel. When Cody Rose left AEW, he left, and he left all these matches on the table. He didn't do the Adam Cole program, didn't do the Danielson program, didn't do a Moxley uh, or a Kenny program or a Punk program, left all those on the table and left. Jay Cargill has been in that company for how long? Three years? Maybe longer, yeah. than I don't yeah. know. Right? Where was the Brit match? Exactly. Where was the Sheeta match? Where was the Jamie Hayter match? Like. The program that I was always told that they were saving was Brit and Jay Cargill. They're two biggest women stars. They're two biggest ratings movers putting in a the feud. They never did it. They never got around to it. And that is something that I think is just that, that's promotional down. malpractice. I always <laughs> say some people need to get the promoter's license revoked. And the fact that you had this woman for this long and you're letting her walk out the door without having her do, she did one job to Statlander, she did two, she did another one yesterday. Yeah. Uh, And now you're letting her walk out. So she's beating all these people. No, she hasn't beaten your top stars. Fear enough. She hasn't beaten Britt, she hasn't beaten Soraya, whatever, fine. But she's beating everybody else and you're letting her walk out. It's that is promotional malpractice there. It's ridiculous.
0: it is when when I saw her return and collision, I thought, okay, cool, she's back. And I thought, she's particularly back. collision, because of obviously we've lost CM Punk there. We're trying to maybe stack the deck over there and give it some name value. I saw her return with Statlander, and I was thinking DBS oh, again. They did a good number on Saturday. Good, good. I'm, I'm I'm happy that you know they recovered from I guess the week before where they reported that the numbers took a dive <laughs> and stuff. Um, but I, immediately my head went to, well, Brit's not doing none- anything jade you know just came back let's put britain britain jade together now like right now sort of thing and now it makes complete sense as to why they went back to statlander um but i just feel like you know this isn't good and of course right now everyone's talking about the pros of what this is could be for wwe and um the pros for her mainstream career because we we, we'll be foolish to act like that isn't a key factor in her going to WWE um but if you had to say there's like one overarching reason as to why AEW can't afford to lose Jade um it looks like they already are but if you know if if we can kind of turn back time and say you're in the room with her and Tony Khan and a contract in between what if there's one overarching reason to to get her to stay like what would you say it is One reason for her to stay—I don't know if there is one. Why would she like, want to? Yeah, this is it. Like, what is the selling point of the AEW women's division well, for her to want to stay? Well, here's the thing, Max. All right, and I'm—I'm I'm being totally transparent with
1: you. Okay. And I don't want to sound harsh. I really don't. All hmm. right. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to. I'm, I'm going to. Jade Cargill, if she stays in AEW, it's not going to matter. Like it's, I'm not one of these people that you 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 won't see me in a disco, you won't see me going on any platform talking about, they need to do this with a women's division it's, mm. it's way more complicated, booking a women's division on television is way more complicated than people even know like, I, don't, I won't get into it here maybe we can do another show about why yeah. that is the case, but it's a lot more complicated and intricate than people could even imagine alright, but Jade, when she came in and she was first on television, she was doing really big numbers on TV. Her quarters always did good numbers. Her and Brit, they were always the two. Yeah. Problem is, though, is that with Jade, it was the same old, same old for a long time. And mm. she was always in shitty feuds with people. She was always infused with, she was never infused with top people. It was always the middle tier of women. It'd be Anna Jay, Ty, Nyla Rose, it was Athena, it was these, it was the mid level players in AEW. She was never she was never on top of the card and after a while her her quarters they didn't mean as much and you know soon she was just flatlined at a level so i say to that point i mean to what you asked is there a reason for her to stay not really because if she stays what's she going to be doing all right fine she's going to go in the women's division mercedes is coming in i'm sure so that's maybe something that she'd be interested in is having a program with mercedes all right great i'm sure that would be fun to watch and everything else but Losing Jade Cargill for AEW, like Jade Cargill staying in AEW, in my opinion, it doesn't matter. She can whatever, it's fine. If she wants to stay great, losing Jade Cargill, as far as business-wise, to be honest with you, for AEW, doesn't mean anything. It means nothing. What what about? I guess you're but, looking at it from on, the on, TV on. point of view. Go on, go on. From the go on. TV point of view, from the TV point of view, it means nothing. All right. Because I mean, she's not a big ratings mover as she was before. Obviously, you can build her up again, but as of right now, she leaves. But, and I say, but the perception of Jade Cargill leaving AEW is far greater than actual Jade Cargill not working for AEW anymore. You're not missing her matches. You know, yes. you're never going to miss a Jade Cargill match. Who cares? All right. Yeah, yeah, promos are interesting. She looks great, you know, all that stuff. But there isn't someone saying, man, I can't wait for that Jade match. She's going to have to. <laughs> No, well, it's it's not that kind of party over here or whatever, you know. But the perception of losing Jade Cargill, a woman who was pushed to the moon and was at the forefront of one she was one of their top stars for years. It was her, it was Brit, it was um who else would it have been?
0: It um, her well, Brit, right? She she though obviously was champion over the whole pandemic she. period. So yeah.
1: yeah, all right. So you got those three. Let's say you got those three. Um losing her as perception isn't good. And I don't I will I mean Dave might write about it tomorrow and I haven't heard anything, I don't know what Tony Card offered her to stay, maybe he didn't offer anything because maybe he knew that her mind was made up, you know, because he could afford to keep Jade, Yeah, yeah, of he course. could afford to keep her, he could offer her whatever he wanted to you know, but obviously he didn't for whatever reason but yeah, she stays I don't think it means anything for AEW, like if she leaves, I don't think it means anything for AEW other than the perception but that perception, that's not good because Cody left Exactly. And he became a massive star on the other channel, a, a big star. And that was the best thing for him. Him leaving was the best thing. It was the best thing for wrestling as well, as a, as a whole. And Jade going to WWE, you know, she needs to go and – I mean, she, she does a lot of things in the ring that they're not going to like. She doesn't work that style. So she's going to have to go to the PC and work for a bit on – a few things, but you know the work rate doesn't matter. As long as she goes in there and she doesn't hurt anybody, and she, you know, she can work with the other talent, she'll be fine. And she'll—I don't know what name you they'll, they'll give her if she does go in. It's it probably won't be Jade Cargill. It'll probably be Jade something, or maybe just Jade.
0: Maybe just Jade. Yeah.
1: Yeah, just Jade, and they'll they'll go with that. But I think it's the best for her. I don't think it's that big of a loss for AEW other than the perception, the perception aspect. I mean, what? Another thing as well that I would say is that if she does leave and they push her and she will get over because as soon as she walks on the TV, you know, she's a yeah, big get from AEW. So yeah, she'll be over and the fans, she'll be a, a baby face. But what that does is it makes the other women in AEW look over there and they go, look at that. Mm-hmm. Look at that. I'm sitting here and we're, we're performing these days in, you know, buildings with a few thousand people in it because we can't draw. Over here in the U.S., you know, and um, she's over there working and build- sold out buildings in front of 10,000 people or whatever, with a big push. So that's something that the- Tony's going to have to work on as well, because I'm telling you, like some of these women in AEW, um, when their deals come up, like Brit, all right, Brit being the key one. Whether she'd leave or not is a different story because she's got an actual job that she really enjoys and I don't think WWE would allow her to have, but when she, when she does, um, when a deal does come up, they're going to be interested in her. They're going to be interested in um, I would assume she
0: as well. Um, probably... I would like to think Triple H would probably want to bring back Tony Storm. Whether she would want to go obviously is a different I thing. I don't, but... I don't see that happening. You don't think he would want her back? He he's had it since no, the no,
1: no. UK. No, 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 no. I think he'd want her back, but I don't think. She, I that's think right yeah. now, the fact that she works for her husband,
0: she's yeah, she's true. really pushed
1: well on that TV show. When she was lost yeah. on WWE TV, she was yeah, treated like, pun- you know. Yeah, so it's like, yeah, yeah. you know. And she was really, you know, she she walked out. She mm. walked out. You know, she, she she just went home. She couldn't yeah. have it. You know, she couldn't take it anymore. But there's going to be a lot of women that is, and and like I said. The, that's something that he's going to have to look at because AEW have got a lot of issues right now. A lot of issues. The main one is is they can't seem to fucking sell a ticket these days. And, uh, mm. you know, and it happens to promotions. It really does. WWE have been in this situation, you know, and, you know, there's, I don't know how they'll fix it. I mean, they've really got to think long-term. They can't just hotshot for the next few weeks. They've got to think long-term and they can they can clean it up. But, um, you know, they've got a lot of issues right now. And hopefully, and I'm sure they will, they'll come back from it. But, yeah, the perception of losing Jade is massive, is, is, is my point. I mean, what do you think? I'm, what do you think about, Bill? Yeah, I, I, I'm talking here. I want to hear you.
0: For me, uh, I think it's, it's definitely that. You're, you're bang on in terms of, you know, it's like no one's necessarily oh. waiting on the edge of their seat for a, for a Jade match. But I think it's what she's done in terms of, you know, the mainstream for them um i've seen she's really good like
1: really good on yeah those things. it's all
0: that it's all that ambassador kind of stuff where she was being pushed more so than Britt baker who was carrying those roles more so mm. than whoever the woman's champion was at the time she would walk into places with a tbs title and people think that's the women's title and mm. um, the world the world woman's title and like you said the perception is is great like other than Cody, who was obviously he's a founder of the company, one of the founding fathers. Like this is this is massive. She's she's arguably one or two, you know, top three biggest mainstream stars in that women's division. Um, and I think it says to something as well. The, Probably, the yeah. homegrown the homegrown people that they've invested in. It's like are they just seeing this as a a much popular tele, televised glamorized NXT? And then, you know, because they've grown up on WWE. We we can't lie about that. And do they still want to go over there? And, yeah, it, it, it's it's worrying in that sense. Like, Tony, I think he's doing, in terms of a product, week to week, I love AEW. I absolutely love AEW and what it's done for the business. I don't know
1: like, <laughs> <laughs> That TV show, bro. Like, I love AEW. I think yeah. it's my favourite promotion of all time. I think Dynamite is... Dynamite, I, I've, I've told Dynamite's this before. Great. I yeah. think Dynamite is the best professional wrestling TV show that's ever been produced, and I've seen. I agree. You know, Mid South, Bill Watts' Mid South is my favorite wrestling show of all time, and Dynamite is way better than that. It's not even. You can't even compare the two. Raw, it's been around for ages, but the truth is, Raw is not that good. I mean, yeah, it's peaks uh, and troughs, peaks and troughs. Yeah, I mean, it's. Uh, I'm not shitting on it because, mm. but Raw has its every few months raw has a great episode and mm-hmm. you know every few months to have a really good match or whatever but you know dynamite fuck yeah you were getting two or three of those a week <laughs> yeah
0: it's great it really <laughs> is um but yeah it's um it's just people leaving man and this company as as far as they've come as quickly as they've come it's like they're still only four years old or four and a half four years, years old. old. So. Yeah. It's scary when I, I see them losing some of these um influential figures. Influence for different reasons, admittedly, yeah. but um yeah, yeah it's it's but, it's scary.
1: But I, I, I get what you're saying and you're right. But this is how wrestling this is how the wrestling business is. I think I think um and I don't I'm not aiming this at you. Um it's not even a it's not it's not a shot anybody, really. It's just a fact. Um I think a lot of wrestling fans, modern wrestling fans, grew up at a time when WWE was the only place, you know, it was the biggest place. And it was the only place where people would really go to make money. And I think, you know, it's, it's the biggest company in the world, but I think there was not many jumps from WWE to TNA. There was a couple when people left WWE to go to TNA, but it was never really, it wasn't a thing. It wasn't a mess Yeah, yeah but when I, you know, years before that, when you had, you know, the WWF and WCW, when guys were going back and forth, that is a healthy wrestling business. Yeah. That is the healthy. That is the way wrestling is supposed to be. If guys just stay in one company, shit gets stagnant. You know, yeah. it really does. And you know, two promotions with a lot of money, being in good positions where they can offer guys. Uh, money to jump, is the best thing for wrestling. It's going to keep it moving. The fact that Jade is leaving, I mean, overall for wrestling, it's fantastic. Mm. You know, it creates interest. It, it, uh, It freshens her up how many people moved from WWE to AEW you know, over the years has been a few. There've been quite a few, you know, mm. obviously some jumped on their own will. Others were fired and they went to AEW because, you know, some of them probably wanted to be there anyway, yeah. but it's a healthy wrestling business. And it's not the only one that you're going to see. There could be others coming up next year. I'll tell you something next year. It's going to be so interesting and in pro- like, it's going to be so interesting. You've got these mm-hmm. TV deals coming up. You've got big talent their deal's coming up in both companies. And it's going to be... I don't know if it's going to be as history-making as this because of the WWE sale, but it's going to be a really interesting next 12 months that um, we've got coming up for us. This, in terms of, even if you want to cancel out TV
0: deals and stuff, and you just want to look at
1: who potentially could jump. Yeah. You no, know, It's big shit.
0: Yeah. Um, you know, we're talking about people jumping ship. Um, let's go back to the likes of, obviously, CM Punk has has left AEW, not jump ship, but left AEW for now. Um, mm-hmm. Jade, we're t- talking about, has is on her way out, it seems. Mm. What about the other way? Edge, he's been rumoured for some time now about um, possibly going over to AEW. He looks, Ooh. by all accounts, he's done with WWE. Apparently, in the last couple of days, they've taken his, his picture and his profile off the website of the roster. Um, so he's no longer listed as a roster member. Do you think it's essential? Do you think AEW need to now sign Edge? Just everything we've been talking about today, TV, securing all of that kind of stuff, perception. Do AEW need to sign Edge to, you know, get kind of appease people that everything is still all right over there?
1: Fuck, that's a good question, bro. (laughs) (laughs) That is a good question, man. Um, Do they need to sign Edge? Well, here's the thing. That that AEW, I mean AEW, when it first started, it had this this uh euphor kind of a euphoria about it, and everyone was so happy there, and you know it was supposed to be this this amazing place. Mm. And I'm not gonna blame that on CM Punk, but that's when the crack started to to, form. to show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They started to show, and that's when you know shit got a bit complicated over there. And I will say this: from the moment that Collision Show started up, do you remember his name before that when he was rumored to come back? Yeah. And he was on Twitter, he was on, he was on Instagram all the time. It's just like, all right, this is where we're going now, yeah? This is where yeah. we're going. And he shows up on Collision and that's when, you know, they stop advertising stuff. You know, they used to be really good at advertising cards and stuff. And then all of a yeah. sudden, with Collision, they're finishing Collision, there's no matches announced for next week. Or, you know, there's hardly anything announced for Dynamite on Wednesday because they don't know who's going to be able to show up on Wednesday. And it was all this shit. And it's like, all right, so he leaves. And from what I understand, the atmosphere at uh, the few TVs and the paper they did apparently it was, from what I understand, it was fantastic. Apparently, people were really happy and motivated. So that's yeah. great news. All right. Now, do they need to sign Edge? I'm not a fan of Edge personally. I, I never you have been. I, I, I don't dislike him. I think he's a good wrestler. Yeah. You know what it is with Edge? It's all this WWE. It's the stuff. I'm not a fan of scripted promos. I'm not a fan of spotlights. I'm not a fan of people speaking in a way where they would never speak in real life. I like realistic stuff. So a character like Edge, when he sits there, being, you know, talking about going to the other place or, you know, it's just like
0: mellow, melodramatic (laughs) stuff.
1: It's just just not for me, but it's just, I've never been, I'm I'm sure he's a nice guy. Mm. I've seen him in really good matches, so it's not his work that bothers me at all, but it's just that whole thing. And that's how he does his shit. You know, he's that's all he knows. He's been a WWE superstar for fucking like near 30 years. That's how he yeah. does his shit. But, I mean, I don't think... That... Okay, I want to be real. If they signed him, cool, fair enough. You want to sign him, you want to give it a shot. You, you've you got a spot on Saturday now for a top star because yeah. the other guy, he's gone and, you know, fine. Maybe put him on Saturday. Christian's over there as well. The, one of the issues that I'm thinking is, how the hell can you get those two together? Because they're going to be aligned together, and Edge comes in, he's a babyface automatically, so you, yeah. the only yeah. way you can turn him into a heel is if he attacks Kenny or Hangman or someone like that. You, that guy isn't going to get booed when he shows up at all. You yeah. know? Well,
0: that's kind of what he did with Christian, if I remember. He came in, little quick babyface run, but then he attacked, is Jungle Boy? He turned Jungle on Jungle
1: Boy, Boy yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. But as far as... Uh, sorry, I'm <sighs> Edge...
0: Um... Okay, I'm I'm putting you on the spot here. The, no, the question is the, the question is do they need to sign Edge? Do they need Edge? Okay, it's the
1: perception thing again, mm. and the fact that you've got this this WWE legend willing to come to AEW, and I can imagine Edge is probably I'm sure Edge probably watches AEW and he thinks it's a great show. His mates over there probably telling him it's fun and. You know, yeah. we've got, you know, we've got this, mate. You haven't worked with this geezer for ages. You work not with this geezer for ages. It's going to be great. And all this, so many wrestlers you can work with. And I would imagine that he's probably, you know, you've been in a position in the company for years. And it's like, you see something exciting over there. And you're looking at, all oh, Kenny Omega. Oh, man, I'd love to do this. Or me and Christian against the Bucks. Oh, my days or well. That's, we could do this and we can do that. So I can imagine his creative juices are probably flowing. And fuck, he's, you know, he probably got himself a really good deal from both companies as well, and you know, don't have to work that hard as well. I mean, work as much. Sorry, yeah, he's gonna to have to work hard. He's gonna to have to work way harder in AEW and wrestling matches than he would ever have to have done in WWE. He's really gonna to have to, you know, turn it up over there, which I'm sure he can. Yeah, but it's the perception. If they get Edge from WWE and they he shows up. At some point at what restful dream or whatever it is that he shows up on. It's gonna be a big deal. The truth is though, is that Edge hasn't been a draw for a long time. Mm. He has not been a draw for a long time. So he's gonna come if he does, he's gonna come on. They'll get a couple weeks of decent ratings, and after that, we will go back down to the level that it is, which is still a good level. But I don't think in the long run, I don't really think it's gonna mean as much as people think. I think Edge and AEW as a novel will be fun, but I don't know if it's going to work out in the long run. It'll be work out in terms of as far as the quality. I'm sure it'll be fun and everything else. But as far as the impact that I think that they expect, I don't think it's going to have that. But perception-wise, you could sign Edge. I just don't know if it's worth it. I don't know if I just – it's a tough one, Max. It really is a tough one. I mean, I personally would put the money in in Mercedes. I'd prefer to get Mercedes – and that way, you've got a massive star who is a much bigger ratings draw than Edge. I was, was going to put that out there. Yeah. In WWE, she was a bigger draw. She's been off TV for a long time. So mm-hmm. we don't know. But you're best to, in my opinion, you're better off putting that money in Mercedes. I, and you know what, as well? If she's there, it kind of gives Tony Khan a push to put other women in top positions. Because really, yeah. Brit is a... Brit is a... She She can move numbers, Princess you star. know, she's Princess a star. She loses way too much as well. I don't yeah. understand why she does so many jobs, but they do. But, you know, you can put those two in segments and it doesn't have to be over the title. It's always one story in AW with the women or whatever. Yeah. It's like you can put Brit and Mercedes in there or Tony and, and Mercedes. It's like, I think it would be good. I think it's something that they could offer that they haven't offered before in terms of this pushing this woman, this woman comes in, because really Soraya should have been that person in the matter that they paid her and the fan the the had yeah. yeah, when came in. It didn't work out for yeah. various reasons, but I think Mercedes, I think, would be a good one to get. And maybe that can be her show on the Saturdays, <laughs> on the Saturday, yeah. you know. What do you think? You tell me, Edge. I want to hear your opinion on it.
0: I, I think they need to sign him merely for that word. We keep going back to perception. Mm-hmm. Um... I think if 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 it kind of comes out as it does that they offered, they spoke to edge and edge declined or whatever. I, I really don't think that does, it doesn't harm the product, but I don't think it does anything for the general perception of AEW and where, you know, people see them as doing better and stuff like that. The product is still as good as it is. Um, I just think it's one of those ones where, and maybe this is me being a bit tribal to an extent here, but it's like, you know if, if they can take from us we should be able to take from them financially mm-hmm. you know we know they're i don't want to say equals but both companies have money you see what i mean yeah. but so they should be able to sign edge it's now if, if edge doesn't think this is a good place a good decision or whatever the case is i think that's that's possibly where people might start thinking oh they, they couldn't get edge and wwe You know, didn't want him like that's not great, sort of thing. He's AEW should have been a shoe in, um, and it's just, yeah, it's that word perception, man. It it just keeps coming back as to how these things look to us as on the outside,
1: yeah, uh, yeah, 100%. You know, it's funny because I've heard from people over the last maybe four or five months who have told me, and I've said it to um, I've said it to a few people in our community that I've been Mm -hmm. told for ages that AEW believe they're just coming in. You know, and they're not allowed to speak to him for obvious reasons, but I'm sure Christian has gone back and forth. And I'm, I mean, I've heard for a long time, as early as February, that they were confident in getting Edge. And Tony Khan is a big Edge fan. He um, spoke to Edge.
0: I was just about to say, if you remember, he spoke to Edge before, and um, it was WWE, like made a ridiculous deal, I think it was. He went back back to WWE. But (laughs) so, really and truly, there should be something there. But, I mean, a lot has happened as well, and AEW has changed a lot since then. A so. lot. I
1: I, I think um, Edge is an interesting one. The other one that I'm really curious about is Seth Rollins next year. Mm. and I mean he's not the only one because there's guys in AEW I think Starks' contract comes up but Starks is out of the door I don't even know why they pushed Ricky Starks I think Starks is gone <laughs> yeah he's he's been gone for ages I don't understand why they even put him on TV In yeah. you know the good old days mix of pro wrestling with a guy like that whose deal's coming up and you just know he's leaving you just put him on TV and have him do jobs. <laughs> or, you it's know
0: what, That's sleeping. what WWE done to Moxley. Like, they, they run him out every week and he done yeah. jobs. And I, I think that's basically this extent of this push that Starks is having right now. It's them trying to maybe save their bacon yeah. and, you know, exactly stay, 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 yeah. please stay. Like, But yeah. I think it might be too late, yeah. yeah.
1: I think it's too late. I think his mate's over there and his mate assured him that he's got a job. And he's a talented guy, you know, he's, mm-hmm. you know... He can talk. He's a bit too small for Vince, to be honest with you. But I mean, Vince isn't there all the time, and Triple H, I'm sure, would really like Ricky Stocks. Yeah, but I mean, if he leaves, it doesn't. That's another one. He can leave. It's not going mm-hmm. to matter for AW. Um the, the Seth Rollins one is interesting for me, and the reason I say that is because you've got a guy here who constantly talks about being, you know, one of the best in the world, and yeah. unfortunately, he isn't. He doesn't have the the output or you know, match catalog to him in that category but he sincerely believes that he is i, I believe hmm. that he thinks that he's at that level and i think he's a re- he's excellent
0: i think i believe that that he's at that level and you think he's do, at that level. 100 I, I think it's literally think we, we we think at wwe we just know they don't get that opportunity do this wrestle like this blah 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 mm-hmm. i think if he goes and just has these indie i'll just quote them as indie type matches with some of those that talent in aew people are going to make 360 opinion changes on, on Seth Rollins. Yeah, the, the character and presentation has always been kind of goofy and well, hit or miss over the years. But well, that boy, when he, when it's time to wrestle, like when he gets to WrestleMania, and like often at WrestleMania it's like, all right, balls to the wall. You guys do what you like here for this one night of WrestleMania. We, that's when we often see, you know, Seth Rollins... Just go go for it, and it's, he's brilliant. And really and truly, the only person in the last few years in, in WWE that's had higher rated matches than Seth Rollins is Gunter. Oh, um, oh, Gunter's that's, brilliant. That's um, a guy. That they need yeah. to
1: the empty Give him a blank check, that guy. He's fucking great. You
0: know? Yeah. But if it's not Gunter and it's not people that have left like Danielson, then it's Rollins. Rollins. Rollins is, is,
1: I think Rollins could be, I think Rollins could be on that level. Um, but like I said, his, his, his match catalogue, this isn't at that level because he doesn't over the opportunity to. But he mm-hmm. thinks he's there. And I legit think that he believes that he's just as good or better than Okada and Kenny and Danielson and all these guys because mm-hmm. he's confident. He's confident. But I think he's an interesting one because is he these guys are openly talking about being frustrated in WWE about the amount of time that the bloodline get and the fact that they don't get that much attention. And, I'm re- and, and that's another thing as well, why it's important to have two promotions, because guys aren't going to get punished for saying that. You know, they really won't. So he's open about his frustration about, you know, kind of being put to the sidelines. And, you know, his deal is going to come up. Is it something that he's interested in in terms of, He's, he's rich. Oh, he's rich. I mean, he's, he's he's a millionaire. His wife's a millionaire. Yeah. Is now the time for him to go and get a lighter schedule, and while he's physically still able to, he's got a few years left on the clock. Is it now time for him to go and have those matches to prove to everyone that he is at that level of Kenny and uh, Okada, and uh, you know, you know, that, that, And yeah. the truth is, is that the way he came up in the wrestling industry before he got to WWE with the people that he those was are his with. peers with those are his peers and i know that that match quality is important to him and i know that he cares about that stuff i'm not i've got i've had conversations with people who legit think that there's a chance that he's going to jump do i want him in AEW not really i personally I don't give a fuck really you know, you know mm-hmm. I, to me it's it's whatever i just don't i think AEW need to just Put a stop on signing certain guys from WWE. I think any guys who have been on television for too long, like when when they got Johnny um, John Morrison, I was like, why? What is going on yeah. here? Why, yeah, like, what are you doing? Like, why do you need him? Like, and I'm not knocking him because he's 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 a good wrestler. He's a fine. Yeah. he's very popular. People really like his coworkers. Really like him. They always have. You know, he's supposed to be a nice guy. But why would you think? Yeah, I'm gonna give this guy money to work and it's like what is going on here it's like there's no need for that he's not the only one but it gets to a point where it's like you talk about perception there's no need to get some of these wwe guys in on your tv it's you know if roman's available and he wants to come in he's a big star sure great uh if walter is available you want to get walter that's fair But some of these guys like drew mcintyre it's like you know i agree i agree with that one i agree with that one as well what do you need him for? I mean, he's a good wrestler. Don't
0: get, I'm not shitting on any of these guys, but it's like,
1: really, what are you doing?
0: Where like, does he fit? We have to he, remember we're, we're doing a TV show. So, like, where does he fit in the landscape? He, and he doesn't. That's the fact doesn't. of the matter.
1: Mm. You're in a promotion where there's no scripted promos, and they're not changing that either, really. So, it's mm. like, you've got a guy and Drew and Seth who are used to going out there and learning lines and going out there and saying the stuff. And it's just like, you're going to, it's like Soraya. She went out there with script without a script and she fell flat on her face. Multiple. Yeah. yeah. They, she she turned herself heel. <laughs> it's just like you know, it's it's tough. It's you're in that environment for so long, and it's tough. Jericho, I remember Jericho saying um the first AEW show they did when he was in Daily's place and he had to cut a promo. He had to go out there without a script, and he said he was lost because he couldn't remember how to cut an actual promo because he was so used to getting a script and Reading it and learning the lines and shit like that, these guys—it's it's hard. So I can—I'm curious if he went. It's going to be a big struggle for him. But I, like I said, I don't think AEW should even bother with half these guys. And like I said, it's not a knock on them. I just think you just don't need them. It also you just, need them. yeah. You get these guys and you've got enough talent as it is, and you know. But it, Seth's going to be an interesting one when he comes up. um Would you like to see him in AEW? I would love to see him in AEW, working occasional right. New Japan tours against. Uh, and uh, Osprey will most likely go to AEW in January. Yeah. So there's
0: that um, match. It's, it's 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 those kind of matches that I really want Seth to think And that this chip on the shoulder that we speak of, I want him to you know effectively itch it and have an opportunity at all these guys. Mm. But like we said, they they probably wrestled each other when they were all like mid twenties or something like that coming up. But, I was um, at Brian Danielson and Tyler Black match. And what? Tyler Black match I in Ring of was, Honor. I was, I was at <laughs> one. I was at one. Yeah brilliant see so i personally don't think he's going anywhere i think just life for him is cushy in the wwe it might be a bit of cowardice and the unknown or whatever you want to call it his wife is there he's there they have a truck and everything and all that kind of stuff treating like royalty in the wwe um to an extent I, i just can't see him making a decision but as a fan i would love to see him go and try something new do
1: you know i remember they did that show in Puerto rico um, mm. I don't remember what show it was, I but bet. okay. And I watched that show. My son watched it and um, mm. we watched the show and it was a good show. I mean, that audience was just incredible. Uh, that yeah, night. And amazing. I remember because leading up to that, I remember Reed, uh, an interview we did and he was talking about how, you know, these guys get so much TV time and stuff and our time gets cut back or whatever. And I remember he worked that show against um, the giant, uh, almost. O- almost. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember, he walked out there and I watched this match and I watched that match and I thought he come out there and the way he he had something to prove that night when he went out there, because he had a fucking decent match of a mannequin that night. Yeah. Literally worked with a broomstick for 10 minutes and he carried that broomstick to a fucking decent match. And during that match, I was like, and the way when he hit the finish and he won and the way he reacted when he won, that was his way of saying, look at this, look at this, follow this. And I was like, yeah, He, 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 he had something to prove that night. He was telling them, look what
0: I've fucking got yeah. here. You try that, and do that, with a stiff. <laughs> that match, um, there was no build. They literally just said, um, this is it. Like, they announced it on social oh, media. They announced oh, really? it on social media, yeah, that oh. Rollins is going to defend um, or have the match against well, I was. Yeah, Um, And, yeah, I, I was just like, this is why he's complaining. This is why he's yeah. piping up so much.
1: And he's got that bronze medal. He's walking around with the bronze medal <laughs> and stuff. And, and you know, even when he got the bronze medal, he wasn't happy with the bronze medal because he said, you know, uh, why? I... <laughs> Not in these years. He's like, why the fuck
0: have I got this bronze medal? And you know, but you know, yeah. I mean, they, they, they gave, gave they it gave it to him know. to keep him quiet somewhat. Yeah. Uh, okay. But yeah,
1: yeah If the other guy doesn't want to do a job, or, you know, <laughs> he's not willing to lose his titles. Which, you know, whatever. That's another yeah. story for another time. You know, I, 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 while I'm here, I want to say this is why it's important. Um, because I feel like we haven't spoken much about the, the TKO group. But <laughs> I want to say, um, the TKO group as a whole. Maybe you can put this together with the first one. Yeah, party. no so, problem. But uh, one interesting thing about TKO, uh, well, Endeavor when they bought UFC was the uh, the fighters' pay. And the fact that they were very they were very um strict and tight on fighters pay. And they actually just let a lot of guys leave um, mm. instead of paying them what that fight, particular particular fighter felt that they were worth. Um and also they're not paying these these big stars to have these matches. Like John Jones hasn't worked in two years. Mm. You know, one of the reasons why is because well the main reason is because they're not willing to pay him. And, and Garnu left because he wasn't getting the money, and Connor. You know, Conor gets money, but Conor has to really fucking be a dick, and he has to fight them to get sell the the match. And he's really, he's you know, so their endeavor have got a reputation of being quite tight. So one of the interesting things about this deal is whether or not that is going to be an issue for WWE going forward. Because I don't, there are people in wrestling that feel, especially ones that followed the Endeavor UFC purchase. So a lot of people feel that WWE aren't going to be getting into bidding wars over talent anymore. Um, you know, if certain people's contract comes up or come up on the other side and they feel they can get him at a decent price, I'm sure they will. But they're not going to go into a bidding war over Kenny Omega. If AEW offer him five, they're not going to offer him six because of this new structure of this company. This yeah. is not gonna happen anymore. So that's an interesting thing to look out for going forward. Also, when it's time for their own guys to renew, what's gonna happen when they go and they speak to Tony Khan and Tony says, I'll give you X amount and they go back to WWE and then goes, we'll go because we ain't gonna yeah. offer you that. We can't do that anymore. You know, it's, it's a lot to think about, you um, and where this is all going. Because I can see that happening. I can 100% see that happening. I think, mm-hmm. I think um, the, likely, the likelihood of all that happening is very high. This from what I saw with the UFC manager. Another thing that they're trying to do is, uh, Nick Khan said yesterday that they're looking when they do these shows overseas and uh, when they're trying to get site fees, they're looking at promoting UFC and WWE together as a package. Like so, a joint weekend kind of yeah. thing, so you've got the Friday Smackdown, you've got UFC on Saturday, and then you've got WWE on the Sunday, okay. um, in the same building, which is very interesting. Um, mm-hmm. and but I still feel very creative yeah. way of doing things, you know, really creative way of doing things. So, there's that to look out for as well. There's a the TKO group as a whole, uh, we. Uh, I'm being vague on a lot of this stuff because we just don't know.
0: We don't know yet, yeah. You know, we
1: just don't know. The Jade thing is interesting because she's obviously gonna sign with them as in as a group the TKO group, but she's not a big sign in, in terms of fin- financially. She's not gonna be that big of a sign and she's not gonna yeah. be on millions of dollars like you know, uh, someone else may be like a Kenny Omega or um yeah. The hangman Adam Page or somebody or an MJF who's going to be on millions and millions of dollars when his deal comes up in a couple of years so you know it's it's um yeah we're literally stepping into the unknown of a lot of these things
0: yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting um mm-hmm. and like you said 2024 when these contracts are coming up in WWE with what you just said with you know not trying to spend too much in that regard and um that's gonna be very interesting to see what now the other side offer Um, yeah is
1: you know Ronda's an interesting one because um because obviously she uh she's done yeah. but I don't know what her situation is because I know that she's not well she's definitely not fighting again but um Mm. you know if I could if I was Tony Khan I'd actually try and get Ronda Rousey Mm. and the reason I say that is because uh they kind of killed her off in WWE. And it's not only their fault, it was her fault as well. Yeah. and uh, I mean, because she was pretty shit when I saw
0: her. There was an element of overexposure, especially in this last run. Just being on TV too much, you're, you're, like, you, you'll make someone that is a draw no longer a draw sort of thing. Because I'm just going to see her every week and she's not doing anything significant. She's fighting for the women's yeah. tag titles that no one cares about. Mm-hmm. Like, it's... yeah. She them. was
1: she was the biggest draw in the history of women's combat sports, and then they got her. And I think one of the issues that I had with Ronda Rousey, but I say this with any MMA fighter, they get in a, they get these fighters in and they make them pro wrestlers, and they they're in there selling and taking bumps. And you know, I remember watching her wrestle Nikki Bella, and she's selling for Nikki Bella, and I'm like, this is fucking ridiculous. <laughs> like, it's like it's I was I can't watch because I love Ronda Rousey. Um, yeah she's I'm great, a, yeah. I'm a massive fan of ronda rousey but i remember watching her even self for stephanie or i remember that match she had with stephanie and she was trying to get stephanie in the armbar and it was, stephanie was fighting. i was like this is this is too much for me and there's ways to go around this you don't have to do that spot yeah
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah literally
1: yeah and, you know but i just think um because she used to go to pwg shows mm. and um she was a big fan of the young Bucks in the day you know and you know the you know, that match she had with Triple H and uh, Stephanie at WrestleMania. I remember in the yeah. hype video uh, when she was training with Kurt Angle. She's actually wearing a Young Bucks t-shirt in the, tra- <laughs> in the training video, which I remember thinking, in fact, you know, that was didn't notice back then. They missed it, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> missed it. But um she's an interesting one because if she's motivated, and I don't know what it is to get Ronda motivated, but, I mean... I'd take a chance on Ronda Rousey if I was Tony Khan. Now she's gone and she's probably still under contract getting paid millions of dollars just to stay at home. But I'd, I'd, I'd give her a shot just to see, just to see, you know. There might be something left there. There might be some magic there. I don't know.
0: Sorry, I just went off a tangent there. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. Look, like you said, 20, 2024 is going to be super interesting um, just because of the landscape yeah. and everything. We'll know a bit more about the TKO group, um, the, the contracts that are coming up, how those are going to be handled, who are going to be the defectors from either company. Well, so They're um, not going to yeah. stay on
1: Fox most likely either. They, they look yeah, like the TV
0: it. deals. Yeah, yeah, I saw that as well. So, yeah, I mean, we were definitely due to catch up again and you know have our get our business updates from you. Um but yeah man I appreciate you coming through today.
1: Yeah I'm um I, I apologize because we fucking I ended up chatting about so much more shite than I expected. But yeah <laughs> minor <laughs> but you know and I was late as well. So anyway sorry about that but yeah I appreciate the talk and it's always fun talking to you mech so um yeah whenever you need me bro yeah
0: thank you man. Pick up knowledge every single time, man. That is my guy, honestly. Um, we had a great conversation there. And it's like the word of the day was perception. Everything is perception, man. It's just how these companies are perceived to the to the public, to those that could become sponsors, to fans, of course. Like, you know, you've got to look the part. At the very least, you've got to look the part. And, you know, for what we were saying AEW right now it's been a rough week like with losing Jade Cargill and we're talking about you know what if they can't sign Edge if Edge doesn't want to join them how does that look for AEW they will survive without Edge let's not get that twisted but it's just how would it look if, if he doesn't want to join them you see what I mean so um yeah man it's 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 an interesting one. It is an interesting one. But um, yeah, always great to have knowledge. Always great to, you know, have a guy that is in those circles, you know, those high up circles there. I don't want to name drop in case he doesn't want me to, but he's in a couple good circles and feeds down some um, really decent information to us, which more often than not comes to fruition. So it's, it's always good to have, you know, someone like that in the camp. Listen, I hope you guys enjoyed the podcast though, man. Um. Listen, there's a lot of stuff out on the youtube now so um if you guys check out the youtube channel wrestlemaniac uk you just keep up with everything over there instagram wrestlemaniac uk tiktok wrestlemaniac uk twitter wrestlemaniac uk i keep saying twitter x yeah x i try to remember that one but yeah let's leave it there um you know you guys be dropping podcasts every monday so look out for that um Hope you enjoyed this one. Leave us a review if you can and I'll chat to you guys next week. Peace.